Hello, everybody, and welcome in to another episode of the Michael Like Stuff podcast, Christmas edition. I haven't really thought about what this podcast would be called because last year, uh, this guest and I did a, a, a Ba Humbug Christmas uh, where we complained about things that were related to Christmas. But I don't know what we're doing today and how that relates but to Christmas know, exactly. But I'm here with my buddy, Mitchell. Ah! There he is. Hey, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, dude? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Glad you're here. Yeah, I didn't ask if you were doing good, though. Yeah, um, you didn't? <laughs> doing i'm doing good great great how are you i'm i'm fine yeah good good are you having a good christmas season Eh, whatever yeah yeah whatever Whatever. um so we're gonna do a few things on the podcast today hell yeah uh mitchell and i um you know like i said we did things we didn't like about christmas last year and i was thought maybe we could rank uh some christmas movies uh, but then Mitchell tells me he hasn't seen any Christmas movies. So Mitchell, Elf. what's the deal with that? I've seen Elf, and that's it. Just Elf. Just Elf. I don't think I've seen any other Christmas movie. Uh, do you have Apple Plus? Uh, no. If you're out there and you have Apple Plus, you should watch Spirited, which has Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds in it. And Madeline and I watched it last night. I think it's probably the best Christmas movie since Elf. Wow. Like, it was leg- a legitimately funny movie. Okay. It was incredibly... But it was also really heartfelt, too. Wow. Um, I would recommend Spirited Out There. It, if you have kids, um, there's probably a certain age where it might be too advanced for them. There's a little bit of language, but not bad. I mean, it was, it was pretty family-friendly. I love it. I will check it out uh, probably in about three years' time. Yeah, there Given you go. How, That's all uh, I'm asking. It's it'll be there. <laughs> it'll be there in three years. So yeah, uh, you can check that out then. But will we be here in three years? Oh, I I don't know if we'll be here because I mean <laughs> we're in this new townhome that Madeline and I just purchased, and uh, the the plan isn't to stay here forever in this uh, house, but right. uh, we might. You never know. Three man. years seems likely that we'll we'll be here. Okay. So okay, you might not be here. I will. Like yeah, no idea. But I probably will be. Great. So, um, big shouts to this townhome. Yeah. Big shouts to recording live, doing it live, doing it live. Um, no more Zoom calls with Joel. Yeah, it's Mitchell's time now. For once, not a Zoom call with Joel. That's that's correct. No more Survivor um, talk. Yeah, we've no, had enough. No Survivor talk on this episode at all. <laughs> um. Mitchell, we're watching yeah. the World Cup right now. Yeah. Uh, and we've got Argentina against the Netherlands. Word up. Um, and uh, who, who beat us. Yeah. In the round of 16. Why don't you give everybody your thoughts on the U.S.'s run or lack thereof and uh, how you feel about the state of U.S. soccer? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. Well, the U.S. did about what I think – all of us wanted and could have hoped for. Mm. Um, I think we all hoped and thought we should get out of the group. Um, it was an interesting group. Wales and Iran are not that great footballing nations, mm-hmm. um, at least not at this time. And the U.S. were probably better than them both. Definitely not as good as England. 
Um, on paper, that's what we all thought mm-hmm. coming into this group, I think, as a collective. Um, we all thought we would get out of the group, and we did. Uh, ironically enough, our best game came against England, who we were supposed to be so much worse than. And I remember watching that game as a nil-nil draw, and we played so well yep. that um, we were watching that together, we I think, were. you and I. Yeah, JB's um, poor house. Shout out to JB and his poor house. I hope yeah. he pours a little bit less on the house next time. Um, <laughs> And, <laughs> and he and uh, but we played so well in that game that I was like, oh man, we could actually do some real damage. And then we beat Iran like we should have made a bit more of a meal of it than we should have. But we mm. we did beat them, mm-hmm. got out of the group, did what we were supposed to do, and then the Dutch came in and just showed us how football's played. Yeah, and uh, Memphis, that, shout out Memphis. Yeah, big shout to Memphis. Um, he's great. He's a great player. I mean, the Dutch have you know some of the world's best players. Yeah. Which doesn't hurt, and they also have probably the best coach in this tournament right now. Okay, uh, Louis Van Hall. He is fantastic and proven in like club soccer and like the highest levels of club soccer. So it's not the worst thing to go out to a team like that, right? But we looked so second best the entire mm. time that it was a little worrying. I think our coach needs to go. I've been saying this for forever. Greg Berhalter needs to go. Wow. Because wow. he's not, it's really not that big a wow. There's a oh, lot. Okay. There's a lot of people who are saying that for a while. Uh, he's just not tactically there. I mean, isn't this normal though? We bring in a guy for a World Cup cycle, mm-hmm. and then we get rid of him, and we bring in somebody else. I mean, we've had, I mean, we've had like four guys in the last 16 years or so. Yeah. Right? Well, the thing was, the last time we were in the World Cup, 2014, with Jurgen Klinsmann as our coach. Right. Klinsman lasted out. We did the same thing we did this year. We got out of the group and lost in the round of 16. And Klinsman stayed on afterwards and then was fired in, <laughs> in, in, a, mm. in pretty, after being pretty abysmal with right. the U.S. afterwards. Right. That's what I'm afraid is going to happen with Greg. And I am worried that they're going to give him a new contract and he's just going to tank us to the ground because he's not a good coach yeah so rank one to four okay uh bob bradley yeah Jurgen klinsman yeah. greg burhalter yeah. and bruce arena <laughs> oh shit this is gonna get me in so much trouble and i don't and no matter what i say with someone um uh, okay so at four i would probably say um man oh that's a goal for Argentina. Argentina on the board. That, One nil over Netherlands in the 35th minute. Oh, wow. Uh, thank you for joining us in our live commentary <laughs> of this World Cup game where, where Mitchell just becomes speechless. Um, okay, so I think probably in terms of, like, what do you mean by coach? Just in general? Like how well yeah. of a coach they are? Yeah, how well of a, co- or, how good of a or, coach they or, are, or their time with you, the U.S. men's national team. Okay, if we're going by their time with the U.S. men's national team, then probably Bob would be first. Okay, Bob did a really good job. Um, he just stayed a little too long, um, which I think is a big problem with national team coaches. They just stay too long and they're they're out of yeah. their ideas. They're, the players don't want to listen anymore. They get right. tired of hearing the same thing. All that all that jazz. Um, that was a messy assist on that goal. It's brilliant. Um, and then after second, I would probably say, uh, wow, 
Who would I say second? I mean, Bruce Arena had a really bad second stint, mm. but his first stint was great. And so he, I'd probably put Bruce second. Okay. And then uh, Klinsman third and Greg fourth. Okay. Um, wow. The worst. Yeah. I, well, it's just not it's, – it's close, though, because Greg – had a couple of moments of tactical, really, of like tactics in this World Cup where you're like, oh, oh, that was a great idea. Like the England game was a great, he, he did mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. But like he just has a limit and he's reached it already. And right. this team is so good already and has the potential to be so much better. We're just limiting ourselves with Greg. Yeah. I mean, the good news for US fans, I mean, we got. We got Gio Reyna, yeah. one of the youngest guys in the team. Aaronson. That's also a problem. The Gio Reyna and Greg apparently had a falling out, so that's uh, why Greg also needs to go. Yeah, I mean, we threw Gio and Aronson in at the end of the Netherlands game, and they were far actually getting late. stuff going, yeah, but, but it was too late. Far too late. So, um, you know, that's that's part of it. So uh, let's move on. Yeah. From, we've got the football minute in, Yeah. so let's uh, let's keep it moving, because we've got a lot to talk about today. Hold on, though. Hold on. I, I refuse. I'm oh, taking control. Okay. I'm taking oh. control of this ship now. Okay. Who do you think is going to win the World Cup? <laughs> um, um, as, of, as of recording, uh, Croatia is the first semifinalist. As of right now. And Argentina looks to be going to face them. As of right now, I mean, I would say the winner of this game, Netherlands-Argentina. Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I, I actually called for the Netherlands um, before the group stage ended, and I thought the Netherlands were going to go and win it all. I was so impressed so, uh, with the Netherlands against us. Yeah. And uh, I guess I should say the U.S. Um, I know it spells us, but it's really an acronym. <laughs> so I was I really think- impressed with the <laughs> Netherlands there. Um, and, I mean, Argentina, I mean, how can you pick against Messi? How can you do yeah, that? I mean, it, he's not uh, yeah. going to be around next time. So this is kind of his last hurrah, this probably. Is the last dance, man. So I mean, this is his '98 finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's got to get it done, and I think he will. I'm going to take. I'll take the winner of this one. It's looking like it's going to be Argentina. Argentina. Um, but yeah, that's what I would say. Cool. Okay. What about you? I think I'll take the Dutch. I think the, the Dutch, Dutch actually still might come back in this game. All right. So what I country is win. what country is that? What the, the Netherlands? Oh. What? The the Dutch are what you call people from the Netherlands. <laughs> I thought the Dutch were from Denmark. No. Those are the that's the Danish. The Danish. The Danes. Alright, I knew that. Let's keep it moving. I, we're gonna so, pretend like you did. So gonna anyways, cut that out in post. That's called a bit, folks. Alright. <laughs> yeah, so, whatever. Um let's keep it moving. Sure. Um, but to be honest, I literally did, when I was doing the bit, thought that Denmark and the Netherlands were the same place. That happens. They border each other. Okay. They, they do border each I other. Think. So I'm not, not fully dumb. Um, Just partially. So, Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, you've got a birthday coming up. Yeah, I do. I do. 28 years old. Yeah, old. And uh, In my prime, physically, supposedly. So in talking about what we were going to do today, um, I think kind of where we landed is that we are wanting to do uh, 28 things that we've learned about life mm-hmm. for your 28th birthday. Yeah. Now, I'm also 28 for uh, one more month. Yeah. Um, and then I will be 29. Yeah. Which seems like I should just skip to 30 at that point. 29, I'm like, yeah. can we just keep this moving? Like, yeah. I think I'm done with my 20s. <laughs> like, like, if I was a single man, 
I'd be like, no, I'm definitely not 30 yet. Yeah. I've got, I'm still young. I'm still going out, still in the scene. It's like, I'm having a baby next month. <laughs> I just wish I was 30. But you're turning 28. Yeah. So we're going to walk through 28 different things that yep. we've learned about life. Yep. Uh, and instead of uh, just having one of us do 28 in a row, we've both done 14 mm-hmm. that we have predominantly pre-prepared for this <laughs> this segment. A PPP, if you will. Yes. So, predominantly pre-prepared. Um, Mitchell, are you prepared? Do you have your notes they ready are for this? open and ready to okay. go, ma'am. Um, do you want to go for it? Do you want to just go back and forth? Yeah, let's go back okay. and forth. Sure. Uh, would you like to start? Sure thing, ma'am. As sure the birthday thing. boy? Uh, not quite yet, but I, I like it. I Soon. like the energy. Um, I like I like this energy of uh, deferring to me in a birthday. Um, <laughs> so my number one is uh, I've recently been watching the show Doctor Who, and okay. it is fantastic. It is just a genuinely good show. I've never seen it. It is. I hadn't either. I hadn't either. We started watching recently the uh, the reboot that started in like two thousand two or three or whatever and it's fantastic it's really really good um one of those shows that you just want to sit down and cuddle up with a loved one and um you know enjoy yeah great story great characters it it doesn't hold your hand okay but it's not too hard to get into Mm. right is that the phone booth one indeed yeah the phone booth show everybody um <laughs> phone booth anything else about Doctor Who? I wish I could engage with you on that. No, that's I just fine. Don't know, I, I, don't I know, know there are a couple things on here that uh you won't be able to engage with me on. Okay. And uh maybe a couple things on here that no one can engage oh. me on. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell is the goat of knowledge that's on a few true. of these. Oh boy. Um so I guess it kicks to me. Number one for me, uh, I've learned that. Shaving your head saves time and money. Oh. Okay, for instance, I haven't showered. Today's Thursday. I think I showered last on, wait, today's Friday. Yeah. I think I showered last on Wednesday. Gross. Um, But no one can know. I don't have oily hair, still wearing deodorant, still brushing my teeth. Um, I never have to buy shampoo. That's, oh man, I can't imagine. I just ran out of shampoo, so that particularly hits home right now. It adds five minutes a week uh, of head shaving time, but I don't ever have to wash my hair in the shower. I don't have to wait for my hair to dry. Um, I come out of the shower, and I'm fully dry within 30 seconds. That's dope. So uh, I do live a blessed life in that way. Hmm. Um, So that would be my recommendation out there. If you're on the fence, uh, don't hang on too long to your hair. Who are you talking to right now? Most men who go bald (laughs) hang on way too long. Um, You know, I I could have let go of it earlier, but I didn't want to have to start shaving my head in high school. Yeah, it's tough. Because by by sophomore year, by the end of my sophomore year of college, I was fully shaving my head, and I was going buzz cut freshman year. Mm -hmm. So if you're on the fence, don't hang on too long. Uh, because you will regret that you held on to it too long. There will be mm-hmm. photos and video evidence of that <laughs> that people will bring up over and over and over again. So I'm just saying don't hang on too long. Shave your head. Save time and money. Never have to shower again. Uh, and Whoa, yeah. I don't know about that last one, Chief. 
The less you shower, the less your body creates body oils as you're awake and and doing your thing. Um, it takes 72 hours without showering for your body oil levels to reset. So if you go 72 hours without showering, it'll reset your body and you will start to produce less body oils. Wow. That's all I've got from number one. What a number or, one. Or number two, I guess. What a number two. Yeah. This, is yeah. Gonna, this podcast one. might be a real number two. This this might be a real don't. <laughs> Michael advocating never showering again is an interesting hey. start. Yeah. Um, so my uh, uh, so number three, um, you can whistle and hum at the same time. Hmm. That is a thing that is possible if you are a particularly good whistler. Um, if you would like, I can demonstrate. I think I can do that too, actually. Can you really? I, thought, I didn't know many people could do that. Should we demonstrate at the same time? Yes. Okay. Uh, counting down on go. Uh, three. Two, one, go. I didn't realize we were going to do a whole Star Spangled Bank. Or, oh, what is the song? Oh, Canada. Oh, yeah. Hey, shout out to our guys, Canada. Wow. Wow. You might be I, able to do it better than I can. I didn't know that many people could do that. Yeah, yeah. So here we are. We're unicorns. We are the unicorns. Um, we knew that already. Yes. We knew that I mean, already. Undoubtedly. All right, uh, you're number four. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, this one is a little bit more serious. Uh, it's it says kill the vibe. Stick with it. Mm. It pays off. Mm. So, mostly in my adult life, I have begun not quitting things, specifically my job. Yeah. And you know, I was always impressed with people growing up, and they like, man, I've been doing this job for twenty years. Right. Me too. And I was like, wow, you loved it for twenty years. No, they hated it for many of those years, but they have been able to reap rewards by sticking with it. And as I, uh, Wednesday uh, was the sixth anniversary of my first Wednesday night at Hermitage Church of Christ. Wow. Um, And uh, most youth ministers last 18 months on average at their first uh, stop. And the fact that I've been here six years, uh, not, not in the same role, not... In a very in a very different church now than the church that I entered, but um, same many of the same players, same group of people. Um, so I, I mean, I, I think that uh, that would, and I, I wish that I had known this sooner because I wish I had stuck with guitar lessons. Sure. I wish I had stuck with like Spanish when I yeah. learned it in high school. Uh, I wish I had stuck with a lot of things that I didn't. Um, but that would be my my next one. Nice. Man, that was really good. Yeah, that's really good. I'm in the midst of trying to trying to stick around in my job right now. Yeah, longer than you I just got I a promotion. Want to? Yeah, I just got a pseudo promotion. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm with you. That's good. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, man, bringing it home. Um, did you know the Titanic may not have broken up under uh, above the water? Is this your next one? Yep. I didn't know that. Number five. So above the water. No, below. It may have broken up below the water because oh. you have. We all have the. Um, we all have the James Cameron Titanic bring mm-hmm. like sinking scene in our heads, right? Where it, like it starts tilting up. I'm doing a tilting motion with my arm. It's like at a what'd you call this? Forty five degree angle, mm-hmm. and, it, and then it, the boat, the bow snaps off and just like sits in the water for a second, and then starts sinking itself. Right. Right. That's that's what everyone has in their head. Um, there are apparently a number of theories. Um, 
that state that the Titanic still got to that 45 degree angle, but then sunk first. And then okay. it actually breaks up underneath the water as it's sinking. And the pressure, all that pressure from the water, like, like, and that initially we thought would break it in half, right? Ended up breaking it in half, not above the water, but below the water. Okay. That was a fact I had on my Bumble page when I met Leah. Boom. So, y'all, act, this is actually uh, be interesting. And that's it. Yeah. I actually can't engage with this one. Yeah. So, go ahead. Uh, this morning, actually, I cleared out nearly two gigs worth of photos on my phone. Yeah. So I found a lot of old screenshots and memes. I used to have a ton of memes saved on my phone in I the had 2018, so many Star Wars prequel memes. 2019. Yeah. Uh, I found this meme that was a picture of the Titanic. <laughs> and it said, cracking open the boys with a cold one. <laughs> So I didn't delete that meme. I did not delete it. I'm glad you saved it until now to tell me about it. I would have taken it at any point. Um, please think of me whenever uh, anyone who listens to this uh, receives or comes yes. by a Titanic meme. Woo! Yes. Wow. That was good. All right. Am I, I'm up again. Yeah. This, is, this should be six. All right. Um, my next one, simply YOLO. Mm. Mm-hmm. You All right, great. Once. So my number seven is. <laughs> you want to expand on that? I, I don't have much else to say. It speaks for itself. <laughs> um, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry in advance for what I'm about to do to you. Um, okay. My number seven is um, Cristiano Ronaldo is a little Grinch. <laughs> um, he uh, he's he's really the worst. Have you been following anything that he's done recently? So he got benched. He got benched right after coming back in this grand return to Manchester United uh, mm-hmm. last year. He signed with his Saudi team for an outrageous amount of money. I don't think that's happened. I oh. think that was just a rumor. Oh, okay, that was a rumor. Um, why don't you let me freaking finish? Oh, you asked me if I knew anything about it. Oh yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we out here, folks. Argentina is still 1-0 <laughs> up against the Netherlands. About to go in a half. Last minute of stoppage time. We're in the 50th minute of the first half. Any other thoughts on Ronaldo? Um, yeah, no, so he's just he's just a little turd munch. You know, he's, okay. he, uh, he apparently threatened to go home from the Portugal squad at this World Cup because he got benched last game. Mm. Um, and he's he's a 37-year-old man. Like, he is too old to be acting up like this, like he's a petulant he's, child, you know? And it's just, it yeah. really, really gets, really grinds my gears. He did an interview with Piers Morgan, mm. like, that just got, that was so inflammatory towards Manchester United that they cut him, they straight up cut him. And it's just like, bro, you, you, bro, <laughs> bro. you need some more no men in your life instead of all these yes men. Like, good Lord. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, you got that much ego. You're the top. You consider yourself to be the top soccer player of your era. Yeah. Um, I guess that kind of comes with the territory. It doesn't have to, man. Look at Messi. It doesn't well, have Messi to. Messi hasn't got benched. 
Yeah, and Messi also is a tax evader, so I guess everyone's got something, right? Um, my next one is hang out with your friends and family while you can. Yeah. Mm. Because I'm starting to deal with that now of soon I will have a, a baby here, and I'll, I guess that's my family, so I should want to hang out with them. But it's also like, man, like, don't. You know, I think a lot of people think, man, if I got married, if I had a, a, fa- a family, uh, I'd, I'd be thrilled. And yes, it is thrilling. And also, it's a trade off. Yeah. You know, gone are the days uh, where you're out at, at two bits recording uh, a goofy podcast with your buddy yeah. on, on a yeah. phone. Uh, and in I fact, wish I knew what that was like. Yeah. Um, actually, you do, Mitchell. What? Yeah, so I'm gonna uh, not not in here, but I'm gonna play this now. Uh, this is a this is a this is from the the, the file, man. <laughs> this is from the deep deep cut. This is from f- uh, almost five years ago. Mm. I was so much funnier back then. Yes, almost five years ago, uh, the inception of us being on a podcast together. Yeah, uh, look at us now. I think this might be our third or fourth actual episode. Right. But right. this is the inception of it. I'm going to play that now. Hi, welcome into the Michael and Mitchell podcast with I didn't know that Michael and the dirty lint from underneath your couch. We're glad you're with us this evening. Here we are live from Two Bits. That wasn't that bad. It's a great time here at Two Bits. Uh, we got a bunch of people here. We got Ben from uh, Ben all the way from Chat Nasty. Chat Nasty. Oh boy, I uh, I don't like that one. And his his fiance Audrey. Yeah, she's not great. from Chat Nasty. Not from Chad. She lives here right now. Um, <laughs> Mitchell, what, what have you eaten today, Mitchell? Well, you know, I had some mac and cheese from Chili's uh, off the kids. <laughs> off the kids menu. Um, it's good. It's a little dry, <laughs> but uh, you know that's fine. That's totally fine. I ate cookie dough bites for dinner, so I don't judge you. It's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. I don't. I, uh, it's good. I don't hate that. And this has that. been the first episode of the Michael and Mitchell podcast. It's a one-minute-long episode. Send it to your friends. It's the Michael Michael and Mitchell in the morning. Please send it to your friends. Find us on Patreon. Donate. We can't make this happen it's without generous sponsors like you. I can't stress also, enough. Also, I, I uh, have been eating so well at home due to Blue Apron. I really appreciate it. And it gets me going in the yeah, morning. Yeah. I didn't think I could do it, but they send you the ingredients. They make everything yeah. so easy for us. Oh, I had also, me undies. I'm so comfortable in my own areas now. Thank you. Good hey, night. Hold on, hold on. This, this podcast is also sponsored by Waggage. New Waggage Cast. New York's hottest strip club off the south end of East Street. You it's would not believe this place has everything. It's got wags. It's got waggage. It's got dogs. It's got the burnt out picture of George Washington, who someone found in an alleyway outside. Yeah, it's good. Anyways, God bless you on your journeys. Peace be unto thee. Get up, get up, get up, get up. And we're back. <laughs> 
Alright, Mitchell, I believe you're up. It's me! Um, my my uh, number, this would probably be number 11, I think, or 10? Uh, 10? I'm not sure. I'm going out of order on my notes. So. Oh, well, okay, cool. Well, that's fine. Um, this is a more serious one as well. Uh, you, you have to be yourself. Amen. You have to be yourself. Um, there's a lot of time in my life that I spent trying to be like someone other people. Someone, other people, mm-hmm. some other people, right? Yeah. Um, so much, so much time and energy spent on being like, man, if only I looked like that guy, if only I was smart like that guy, or funny like that gal, or like whatever, you know. And mm-hmm. at at some point, you know, you're not gonna, you're not really gonna find your way in the world unless you are being your authentic, true self. That's that's you right know? on. So that's, uh, that's, yeah. Oh, that actually goes along with the one on my notes, so I'll just do that one next. Uh, that one is embrace your interests. Yeah. So, you know, I was on a, a Zoom call this week, and one of the questions was, uh, I, it was a dumb Zoom call in that there was three icebreaker questions, but they were throughout the meeting. It wasn't just at the beginning. <laughs> so it would break up, and... Uh, the third icebreaker question was, what sort of advice would you give to your middle school self? And this was mine. Embrace mm-hmm. your interests. Mm-hmm. It's okay to like the things that you like. Like, not everyone likes football in the way that Mitchell likes it. Yeah. That, that, that soccer for you American people. Yeah. Um, not everyone likes uh, Survivor in the way that I like it. Yeah, fair. And that's okay. Like, I get, I've gotten so much joy from, like, leaning into – like being a total uh, survivor head. And it's funny because um, one of my friends from my youth group growing up, she DM'd me uh, and she was like, I had no idea that you liked Survivor so much. How have we never talked about it? I also love Survivor. Mm. We were both watching Survivor at home <laughs> in like middle school and high school and we never spoke about it. Um, and so that's what, what my advice would be. Embrace your interests, lean yeah. into those things. That's, that's what makes you who you are in many ways. Yeah. So uh, embrace those. Man, so true. So true. That, yeah, that definitely ties into the previous point because that's helped me a lot too. Just leaning into being like, yeah, you know, I'm a big video game guy. Sorry about it, but I'm not sorry anymore. Amen. Yeah. Um, my next point is uh, extra hot chicken at Prince's is too hot. It's too hot. Extra hot. Extra hot at Prince's is too hot. Oh, man. I mean, hot at Prince's is, yeah. is really, uh, for me, borderline. Hot, hot is pushing it, for sure. But extra hot is too hot. That is definitively too hot. Yeah. At that point, you are not getting the chicken to enjoy the chicken. You are getting the chicken mm. to enjoy the challenge. Yeah, you're trying to prove a point. Indeed. Yeah. 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 I think that's true. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Uh, howdy bees, get shut, shut the cluck up. up. It, it doesn't matter. matter. Their 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 chicken isn't hot. Yeah, I I always go like hot at Hattie bees is is right where I'm at. Yeah. So I like hot at Hattie bees. Um, and then we were at Party Fowl two weeks ago. See, I can't speak too much about Party Fowl. I've been there once. I didn't even get chicken. I got poutine. I like the poutine. Yeah, though. it was really good. Uh, Madeline and I, when we were there, I had never seen this on the menu before, but it was. Chicken fried hot chicken. <laughs> so it was what? double 
So it was a plate, not a little platter like normal, a, a plate. A plate. And on the plate, you got a, a lot of mashed potatoes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> on top of the mashed potatoes. Yeah. You've got a double fried, thinly pounded chicken breast. On top of it, you've got gravy. Okay. Okay. And you get a side with it, which I got the mac and cheese. Yeah, mac and cheese. And I will never ever go to Party Foul again and not order that. Wow. It was so good. It was my favorite thing on the menu. Party Foul's heat is a little different. Okay. It's got like some more like ghost peppery action to it. That's gross. Then um, what Hattie B's has, than what Princess has. That's what I like. Like some people like you like different tastes. Like embrace your interests, right? I like party foul. I like yeah. the way the chicken tastes. Um, yeah. So, anyways, that was just off of yours. That's not one of mine. Anything else? On, um, on Princess, I, I just want to say when you when you said double fried chicken, and anytime anyone says like chicken fried chicken or like fried chicken fried chicken or like they double up the words or whatever i just imagine you taking a live chicken dumping it in a fryer taking it out cutting out the chicken breast and then dumping the chicken breast back in the fryer and that's how i imagined um <laughs> that's how i imagine them cooking a double fried chicken hey i was like man it seems like a lot of work and uh would really mess up a fryer but you know yeah that's true whatever works for you though yeah you're right um, so I was, uh, before you got here, I was like, really, I had only had three written down. I was like, Madeline, you got to help me out. Um, what is something you've learned about life? And she said, you can't always get what you want, but if you try, sometimes you just might get what oh you need, <laughs> which is from a song that I don't know. It's a Rolling Stone song. Okay. So yeah, yeah I'm not, not a big Rolling Stones guy. I, neither am I, but I do know that song. So that's what she said. No. Well, <laughs> that's the next one for me. Oh man, that's great. So I think we're yeah. probably at uh 12 now. We're we're some yeah, we're somewhere around I think 12. we're at 12. What is my next one? Okay, my next one is 7. So that means we've both done 6. So right. yeah, this is number this is going to be 13 coming up. Gotcha. Okay. Um for all of y'all back at home who are wondering how we're doing this really difficult math, uh we have college degrees. So, you know, I have a master's degree. Uh, Michael's got a master's <laughs> degree. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to do a simple arithmetic, you have to get a degree. That's just uh, that's how it works. Uh, so my number 13, um, we're coming back down to earth a little bit from the highs of uh, chicken talk. Um, in order to have a faith that's truly your own, you have to dismantle the one you have first. Mm. That, is, that is something I've learned. Uh, the hard way yeah over the course of my life um, you know it's actually ironically been well documented on this podcast my faith <laughs> journey <laughs> yes you can refer to uh, All Michael Likes Mitchell from yeah. 2020 yeah get a full rundown <laughs> which was a recording from 2019 yeah I think it was yeah, yeah. Um, and then every subsequent pod I can't seem to shut up about it um, but yeah, I'm, that's something I learned. It's, it's, if you believe stuff that your parents believed and you haven't really, you've always grown up believing it, you haven't really given it any sort of critical thought, then it's not yours. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry to break it to you. That, that, that faith isn't yours. And it's, in my opinion, 
false and dead yeah. in that instance. You got to really, you got to really give it the gears and really think critically about it. Yeah. And uh, you'll find that you can own it a lot right. better. It, a lot, it ties a lot into being yourself. Yeah. You can say that that is yours. Yeah. And my, my addendum to, to that 13B would, would be um, <laughs> you might come back to that, to that thing that, that your parents handed you at right. the end. It probably right. won't look the same, or you might not. And that's part of the journey of, that we call life. That's right. So Absolutely. So that brings us to number 14. Yep. Uh, I have buy experiences, not things. Ooh, okay. So, yes, it's good to have things. Yes, uh, I am recording this on my iPhone and on my MacBook. Yeah. And, uh, yes, things are good, um, but they're only good in that I get to use them to experience other things. Um, so that's my advice. Buy experiences, not things. You're in between, like, like for Christmas this year, Madeline and I are only getting each other one gift, and we're going out to eat a nice dinner. Nice. So that's awesome. That's kind of because that's and this, you know, the things that I've learned about life might be different than someone else has learned about life, but that's kind of how we like to do things. Um, we just like we like to go experience delicious food. So that's one thing we're doing this year. That's, that's great. great. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Michael. Merry Christmas, Mitchell. Mm. Um, my number 15, uh, or the number 15, uh, you can criticize your country and still love it and feel loyal to it. Hmm. There's a, there's a good, there's a good, um, six years or so of my life, mostly all my college years and, and just after college where I really hated this country. I thought I really hated this country. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was convinced that. You know, everything was going bad. Trump was being Trump. Things were just really rough. And I was like, man, I hate this country. I want to get out of this country. I hate it. This sucks. This is the worst. Blah, 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 you know. And I, I've relatively recently, I've kind of come around on the idea that it's like it, it, it's not that much better in the, in the better places. Mm, yes. And, yes. And this country is still one of the better countries to be. And yeah. to be a citizen of, and to be a part of, um, and there's a lot of this. There's a lot that this country's done that I'm proud of. Mm-hmm. If I'm if I really am if I'm really looking at it right from a pro- objective point of view, right? Right. Um, obviously, a lot that I'm not proud of, but I I do I do love my country, you know, yeah. and I do I do I am proud to be an American, mm. or at least I know I'm free. Amen. Um, amen. Please don't amen that. Oh, please, please don't say, please don't say amen to a, a, a nationalistic oh, sorry. thing. Sorry. Very scary. Very scary. Very scary. Why stuff is there. why is the phrase though? I'm proud to be an American, or at least I know I'm free. <laughs> Where is the nationalism in that? Because it's not worshiping our country. Look, man, you're just saying I'm proud to be an American. Yeah, which I thought was kind of the point of where you're going with yeah. this. It is so. Uh, that that one makes me think of uh, Tyler Adams' words, uh, our captain, when uh, the Iranian journalists kind of pressing him about yeah. um, racism in the U.S. and how how does he? I didn't really feel like he, the Iranian journalists were asking fair questions yeah, to, absolutely to were our not. players, um, but they were trying know, to catch him in a. You it, know. Yeah, in controversial statement, and uh, which I thought was Bush League um, by the Iranians, and uh, 
you know, he, he's like, how can you support, how can you play for this team knowing of the injustices in the U.S., especially involving racism and things like that? And I thought that Tyler Adams' point was crazy. He's like, I've lived a lot of my life in other countries, and we're not the only people with these issues. Yeah. Um, not to say that we shouldn't work to address the issues, um, but kind of, I thought he kind of like said exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Like, um, we do, we are in many ways privileged. We could be, we could live in, for instance, Iran, <laughs> where it's much worse. That's what I would have said if I was in Tyler yeah, Adams. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Um, but I think that they were probably told, don't rile up uh, the Iranian uh, journalists. Or the um, team. Because yeah. we were trying to win that That's game. True. Yeah. We didn't need to give them any yeah. more motivation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't rile the team up. Um, so, yes. My next one will be number... 16? 16. Yeah, 16. Uh, wear sunscreen. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's a good one. You, you will, you'll yeah. never regret wearing sunscreen. You might regret not wearing sunscreen. Yeah. So, for instance, when I was, uh, I had just begun, I, I was still new, a newly bald man, <laughs> a very young newly bald man at age 19. And I was in Ukraine, which is now, uh, thanks to Putin and them, um, is now part yeah, of Russia in Crimea. Well, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Russia is still trying to make well, it part of Russia, but they are they are very much alive and in, fighting. In two thousand, I was there in two thousand thirteen. I think they annexed Crimea or tried to in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but we were down there at the Black Sea, and we went to the beach, and um, I didn't even think about putting sunscreen on the top of my head. Because I was used to having hair up there. That's so tough. I get back, don't even know I'm sunburned up there, get in the shower, hot water. It felt like someone was pouring hot acid on top of my head. It was one of the most worst experiences of my life. Mm. So that goes along with my number 16, wear sunscreen. Yeah, I've had many. I'm a very fair-skinned individual. Mm. I do not tan. I just burn. Just burn. So I have had many a time where I did not put on an adequate amount of sunscreen, and I paid the price. Mm. You ever get that bad that sunscreen so bad where it just starts itching after oh, the pain yeah. Yeah. to the point where, like, if you scratch it, the pain will be back, yes. and it'll still be itching, right? And it's just like you're just stuck in in hell for a couple yeah. for a couple hours or days. Even I've had one that lasted for days. And it, it is it is horrible. It's terrible. Yeah, I fully endorse this one. You have to wear sunscreen. Right. For the love of all that is good. Um, all right, so um, thank you for joining us. We're back uh, from halftime. Argentina continue to be 1-0 up on the Netherlands. Um, Messi has an assist because that seems to be the only thing that people care about when we talk about Argentina is how Messi's doing. Messi has an assist. Um, he's dribbling. He's, he, he lost the ball, but he got, Oh, he's got the ball back. Oh, Oh, he's got, Oh, he's, he's trying to, he's trying to dribble and weave at the edge of the penalty area. Here he goes. Ooh, a pass out to the outside. Is that Acuna? Acuna crosses it in and it goes out for a Argentina corner. Um, anyway, back to, uh, what we were doing. Uh, Killian Mbappe is really, really good at football. Hmm. I um, watched his France games at this World Cup. I watched them at the last World Cup. And it baffles me that he is 23 years old. 
Wow. He's he, 23? He is 20. He might even be 22. Goodness. He's either 23 or 22 years old. He is the next Messi slash Ronaldo. He is. He yeah. is. He He's already is. there. He's, He's already there. on that level. He is so good, and it, it looks so effortless with him, and it's just really, really impressive stuff. Um, so if y'all, if y'all have any stock in Mbappe, keep it, and probably you should buy some more. Um, because he is truly a transcendental football player. Yes. All right, so that was number 17, which brings us to number 18. Yeah, yeah. Where I have written, use a phone case. <laughs> That's another one I need to endorse, yeah. Use, use a phone case, people. You don't have to get a OtterBox or whatever the bougie phone case is now. I bought a cheap... I think it's, I think it's BeaverBox now. I bought a cheap rubbery phone case for my iPhone 7 five years ago and it is still keeping my iPhone 7 safe. Shout out to iPhones and especially the seventh iteration. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be my next advice. Yeah, I've broken many a phone over not wearing a case. Um so yeah I fully endorse this as well. This is a great it's a great point. Um number uh, 19? Yeah, 19. Yep. Um, this is going to be one that's going to fly over your head, probably. Um, but there's a video game out there called The Outer Wilds. It's an adventure game. It's like a space okay. space kind of adventure game, exploration kind of game. Uh, one of the most transcendental video game experiences I've ever had. I wept, actively wept at the credits, at the final sequence, um, twice. At the original final sequence and the DLC final sequence, the downloadable content final sequence. Um, and I don't cry at most things. Yeah, I mean, that's um, amazing. As, as established, <laughs> also as established on this podcast at least once. Um, so I, it was, it's an incredible experience. Um, you can get it on PC for like 30 bucks, I think. Mm. And it's, it's so good. It's yeah. so, so good. And everyone who even is remotely interested in video games should try it. All right, there you go. Nothing uh, to add, Michael. I don't. I don't really have anything to add. Um, I I brought my PlayStation with us when we moved, but I have not turned it on since we've been here. <laughs> so I I can't really sp- <laughs> speak to that. Um, number twenty. Yeah. Don't eat Captain D's on a road trip. <laughs> you you might you might get sick. Um. <laughs> This isn't a story that I have uh, – fortunately, this isn't a lesson that I had to learn firsthand. It's not. No. Okay. Uh, okay. This is a lesson that I learned secondhand. Oh, no. Um, but we did have to stop uh, a church van full of people. Um, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um. Captain D's disgust me. Yes. Because not only is fast food already as a baseline questionable in terms of health, and I think that's being pretty generous, if you add fish, fast food fish and seafood, what? 
What a, what a recipe for disaster that is. Captain D's that has like a film of strange oil on oh, all the bro. food. <laughs> and it, if you eat it off like the plate there, you can feel the like the film of of Captain D's food was on this plate. Just not just not a vibe. Not gonna be able to do it. <laughs> not gonna be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> and we're back to the Argentina Netherlands game. Uh, it is still one nil. Uh, the Netherlands are currently on the attack. Uh, good build up at the moment, but it looks like Argentina has taken the ball and they are on a break. Who? Guess who? Messi. That's not Messi. I don't think. Yeah, it is. Nope, that was not Messi. Messi is the small guy in front of him. Why do they all look the same to me? Oh boy, uh, I think that's a good time to cut. There and go to number <laughs> 21. Um, Michael, strap in. Okay. Because you're going to have opinion. You're going to have, you're, you are going to be able to engage here. Okay. Um, the Titans are built to disappoint me. Mm. They, they, I have never, I have yet to see a Titan season that doesn't end in disappointment. You know, when, yeah. uh, when you're, a, when you're a, when you're a Titans fan, you know, you don't expect a lot. You haven't historically expected a lot, I should say. Yep. Um, we had that great run to the Super Bowl where um, Kurt the Ditch Warner destroyed our hearts um, and crushed our spirits. We had a couple of years in the mid-2000s where the Ravens wanted to murder us and our, all of our families. They were also murderers. And so. they were, mm, Mm. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, you know, recently it's just been a lot of um, questionable decisions. Um, and, of course, I'm not a, uh American rules football person. I won't pretend to be an American football person. Um, that, ra- that rather can talk in any real authority with any real authority. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'll leave that to the experts. Mm-hmm. Or a pseudo experts, yes, and um, many of those, many of those. But you know, it's just when you're when you're an NFL team and there's no promotion relegation, there's no real stakes other than winning the Super Bowl. That's why you're an NFL team. That's what you got to do. Yeah, and uh, you know the Titans just uh, seem to have gotten a lot of hype the last couple of years each season. To do just that, and I've just been disappointed every time. I can't really disagree with you. Um, yeah, I, I think that that's true. I think that uh, the Titans are a team that consistently accepts um, good but not great. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, when they have decided to shoot for great, they've gone the other direction and ended up in the tank. Yeah. And shooting themselves in the foot, trading for Julio Jones, um, stuff like that is just not not really the vibe. That's why John Robinson got fired this week. Um, but I'll also say he probably got fired for the AJ Brown trade, right? Like, is that is that why he got fired? Ultimately, yeah. I mean, it seems like it. From, I think he got a, fired because, like, it wasn't just AJ Brown on Sunday. Yeah. He looks completely overmatched, yeah. and it was it was straight up. Their players are so much better than our players. It's yeah. not even close um, across the board. And so I think that, you know, there was a lot of things that build up. 
Um, I'm kind of wondering if there are some things we don't know about, maybe some interpersonal conflicts um, that, that could have happened uh, even in the past few days that led to it. But that is what it is. I'll also say is sports fandom not generally setting us up for disappointment. Mm. Because I was thinking about when you were saying there's not a season the Titans haven't disappointed you. And I was like, you know what? 2019, the Titans made the AFC Championship, and they they outperformed what was expected of them. Mm-hmm. And yet, at the end of the season, I was still disappointed. Yeah. They did better than I expected, and yeah. I was still disappointed. As, as well as I. Because that week before the game... You start to you start to believe. You start to feel it, man. When we beat the Pats, I was like, "This is it. Yeah. We look better than the Pats, and they're the Pats. They yeah. were, they're, they still were the Pats." We go to Foxborough, we beat the Pats. We go to Baltimore, we beat the Ravens. That's right. Yeah, that's what I really started to believe. And next thing you know, uh, we're playing Kansas City, and. It's a good game. That first the, half, I thought we were going to do it. The first quarter and a half, honestly, yeah. everything except like the last Chiefs drive of the first half, you're thinking, we might just pull this thing off. Mm. And then we didn't. And I was disappointed because yeah. fandom sucks you into believing. Yeah. So, a lie. Yeah. A, an outright lie. So, I agree. That brings us to number 22. Yep. Which the Titans need to remember this Sunday, uh, which Brazil did not remember earlier today. <laughs> Never overlook your opponent. Mm. Never. In life, in sports, in fashion, <laughs> in the podcast world. In, Never in disc golf, in disc golf, in competitive marble rolling, competitive marble rolling, in golf, in tree period. planting, yes, in flying an aircraft. Don't do it. In bird watching, bird watching, in lamp making, lamp making, in woodworking, working it. In <laughs> I'm starting to run out. Uh, <laughs> All right. In fox hunting. Fox hunting, yes. Yeah, that's all I have. Don't overlook your opponent. Just don't do it. You're gonna get you're gonna get uh you're gonna get run over. Yeah. You're gonna get uh tortoised. Yeah. I thought you said I thought you were saying tartist in a weird way, because tartist is what a Doctor Who police box is called. Yeah, I, I wouldn't that, know to say that. Yeah, I I was about to get really excited for the uh <laughs> for the callback that never was. You're looking at me like it's my turn to go. All right, yeah, it's my I, turn I to go. I don't have anything else on All right, that. great. Um, you know, changing a tire ain't that bad. It's not that bad. It's, re- it's really not. I mean, yeah. now, I, I am blessed with a vehicle that has a spare tire in the trunk that I, I imagine not every vehicle has that. Mm-hmm. Maybe all of them do. I don't know. Uh, they do. I would I'm, say most. I'm, I'm being looked at by you to say that they do. Uh, <laughs> Cars made in the last 30 years, generally. But what if you drive a car from 1966, okay? Okay. Um, it's a Chevrolet Volt. Now, oh, and welcome back to the game. Argentina are currently on the, okay. So it's a Chevrolet Volt, and we don't really know where they came from yet because it's 1966, and we're all kind of freaking out that it's an electric car. 
Um, but just play along, right? Yeah. Uh, and they don't have a tire in the back. Yeah, so it's not that bad. <laughs> it's like many things in life where you think this is going to suck, I'm going to hate it, and we put it off, and then you do it. It's not that bad. It's, it's really not, yeah. It's especially not that bad when AAA comes and does it for you. Well, that's my experience. Yeah, yeah. I recently had to change a tire because all four of my tires were going flat um, because my car is cursed in the tire mm. department. Um, I got brand new wheels, not even just tires. I got four brand new wheels last year and um, because of this very problem, and it's still happening. So I was a little concerned there. Um, blamed it on temperature changes, and then I just didn't notice it for way too long. The temperature change is where it gets me. Yeah, me too. And so... You know, I had to change a tire, and I had some help from my friends, and it was not that bad. And I've done it before. I've changed tires before. It's just not that bad. You know, just um, star pattern when you're undoing the the lug lug nuts and uh, when you're redoing them, star pattern it right back up. You got to star pattern those nuts. And uh, there you go. I, I can't disagree with it. You can't. I can't. Next up, this is number 24. So only four left after this. That's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Number 24. <laughs> Look at us. Wow. Who would have thought? Don't delete too many things, or I'll add an addendum to this. Don't delete things without giving them one last look. Mm. You know, I oh, could have just gone I, back through and selected all of my old photos in my phone today, but then I wouldn't have seen the Titanic meme uh, then I wouldn't have found all these old pictures uh, that I was able to send to people and say, LOL, remember this? <laughs> yeah. So if you're going to delete something, give it one last glance. Mm-hmm. Make one more little little mention of it. Yeah. And then move on. Man. So it's okay to delete stuff. And honestly, it's, a, it's part of a healthy life. Your phone nor your brain can hold all of these things, mm-hmm. but give it one last one last. Unless you're Bradley Cooper in Limitless, I haven't seen that. Neither have I. <laughs> all right, so um, my number twenty two, five, twenty five, should be twenty nine is um, reality TV is pretty great. <laughs> Mm, amen. It's pretty great. I um, this is this is this always ties back. This also ties back into uh, knowing what you like, you know, and knowing who you are. And uh, welcome back to the World Cup game, where Messi is about to take a free kick from the outside of Argentina's penalty box. He looks like he's about going to go into my golf voice now. Argentina look like they're about twenty yards away from the goal. The Netherlands goalkeeper is directing his wall into the correct spots. Yeah, they've Uh, got a wall there so that they can block the ball. That's right. They also have a man lying down on the floor in case the wall jumps and Messi tries to slip it underneath the wall. Messi is up to the plate. Here he goes. Messi with a shot. Oh, my God. Oh, man, that was close. That that was close. It hit the thing right behind the net and made made you think it was the back of the net. Oh, wow. What a ripper that was. Um... Anyway, so reality TV is really cool. I've been watching um, Love Island Australia with my girlfriend, Leah, recently. 
um, which has been really fun. And um, it's just fun to watch really dumb people who are also happen to be incredibly attractive people, or so they say. <laughs> um, just do stupid stuff, you know. And so, uh, and I've really, I've really enjoyed various reality TV styles. Um, Lee and I watched a season of Survivor together, like the first season, which was interesting. Survivor Borneo. It was very interesting. Um, and it was fun, man. It's just fun. You know, you don't have to hate things that you don't try, that mm. you haven't tried. Is that one of them? No, but I just came yeah. up with it. So that's an addendum to 13. Yeah. It's 13, or 13. This is 25B. You don't have to hate things that you haven't tried. Yeah. You know, that's a lesson that I've learned, um, that I'm still learning. I've learned that one a lot. I mean, that's why I didn't watch Ted Lasso for a year, and it's awesome. And it's so good. Ted Lasso's awesome. It's so good. Wow. Um, But yeah, yeah, um, yep. (laughs) All right. 26, nothing beats a good pen. (laughs) You ever just... Have you ever just... This is one of the ones that Michael... So Michael wrote down all of his points in a journal. This is one of the ones that Michael realized as he was writing them down. He was like, in his head, man, you know, this yeah. pen is really great. Oh, yeah, point... Uh, nothing beats a good pen. Yeah. This, wow. uh this, this specific <laughs> pen that I was writing in today uh, was gifted to me by uh, Joel Klinger from the... Clingers have spoken podcast and <laughs> that's your podcast. It's the same podcast. <laughs> well, it's it's on the same feed. It's a Michael like stuff production, but you know it's 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 kind of its own little world. <laughs> I don't even do an intro for it anymore. I just let it go. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, no, yeah, you do. There's still some music. There is there's a bu- yeah there's music. There's an intro outro. Which, bam, bam, bam. Bam, bam, bam. It does. It does share the same intro outro as this podcast. It's it's like it's it's kind of its own world though. Uh, so yeah, he's on that. He he gifted me this pen, and it's a really good pen. It writes really well. So now we are down to one each. Yeah, yeah. I have my last one. I hope you've been thinking this whole time about your last one. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Investing love into someone else is the most fulfilling thing you can do. Hmm. That's, at least in my experience, uh, the past... Lee and I are coming up on our two-year anniversary on the uh, 27th. Yeah. Um, two days after Christmas. And I was thinking about her a little bit, as I often do. But in this context, <laughs> I was mm-hmm. thinking about thinking about our uh, our anniversary and you know it's just these last two years have been some of the best years of my entire life you know and it's been an incredible journey it's been an incredible thing to just kind of you know she's my first girlfriend she's my first relationship i hope she's my only one mm. you know mm-hmm. um there's there's so much i've learned and so much growing i've done just being around her and like so much joy in my heart when I think about her and it's just it's been the most fulfilling part of my life so far it's just getting to getting to love her and getting to be a part of her life and and that extends out to my friends and my family you know it's like 
being able to sit here with you and and do this and hang out. And when we don't do a podcast and hang out, because I promise we hang out outside of the podcast. Yeah, dear like listeners, once or twice a year. <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> um, and hanging out with all my other friends and my brother and my family. And like, it's when you invest love, you get love in return. Mm. Maybe not always, but when you do, it's, it is so incredibly fulfilling. Yeah, absolutely. And it's worth getting hurt. Hmm. Wow. I'm going to have to come up with a better one for my last one. To match. Yeah, just just really bring it home with like some just really yeah, funny, it, funny it, nonsense. I mean, it, it was Don't Wear White After Labor Day, but um, <laughs> but let's see. I'm going to scratch that. I, I want to hear the story behind that now. That's just a general rule of life. It's tacky. Is it? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it, you're not supposed to do it. Why? I think it's it's it might be a a wives' tale, like bad luck or (laughs) something like that. Because we all should be listening to old wives' tales. Hey, and as if old wives' tale in and of itself is not an inherently sexist phrase. Yeah, I mean, men have superstitions too. (laughs) It's an old dude's an old dude's an old dude's fable. An old dude's fable. So, uh, for number 28... Yeah, bring it home. For Mitchell's 28th... Bring it home, man. ...birthday coming up, I'm going to say... Um, man, your last one was so good, but... Uh, sorry, man. I raised the bar too high. We should have put you last. We should have let I'm me so do too. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm going to say, take time mm. to realize mm-hmm. the good things in your life. Yeah, yeah. The blessings that you have and express gratitude for those. Mm. Whatever that looks like for you, whether Take that's calling somebody, saying nice. thank you, writing thank you notes, journaling, um, or, you know, if, if you do that spiritually, uh, that's, that's awesome. So um, it is a proven indicator of a more healthy life to, to be a person who expresses gratitude. And I could definitely do it better. Yeah. And um, I want to, you know, maybe that's something that I make a resolution in 2023 uh, to to for Mitchell's 29th year um, to to express more gratitude. Man, I'm grateful for you. Yeah, I'm now grateful I'm, for you. I I'm, wasn't like, trying to get you to say that. Well, but. too bad because here it comes. It's a big old gratitude train about to run you over. Thanks. I feel <laughs> so <laughs> I feel run over. <laughs> I really do. All right. So mm. we've done a lot today. We've we've done some things and we've said some things and we've learned some things. Talked a little soccer. We shared, yeah. shared a lot of wisdom. Yeah. Um what is one thing that you're mm. hoping for? Mm. As you enter into a new year of life. Sure. Okay. As we enter into a new year coming up. Yeah. Uh, what's one thing that you hope for? Either it could be something for you, something for our world, something mm-hmm. for for anybody. Mm-hmm. hmm I'm hoping that Liverpool can pull out uh, an incredibly unlikely title run. Yeah. Um, in that we are currently dwelling in seventh place. As of the break, but I'm hopeful that when we come back, our woes will be fixed and mm. we will go on a run 
and really, uh, really bring it to the rest of the league. Amen. I would also like to hope for world peace, but that seems less important than a Liverpool title run. Yeah. Similarly, uh, frankly, I have no hopes for the rest of this Titan season. Big fair. My my hope is Malik Willis turns into a good quarterback. <laughs> He's got to throw the ball and first. And we can let Ryan Tannehill go uh, because, yes, having a, a limited quarterback is limiting, but paying an average quarterback a lot of money is also limiting in the NFL. That's fair. So that would be my hope for next year. And we're back to Argentina versus Netherlands. Uh, oh. The Argentinian team, we are in the 72nd minute. They have received a penalty kick. A penalty kick. And that's Messi that's that going to be taken. Messi is up against the Dutch goalkeeper. Fans we, are on their feet. Fans are on their feet. We are not on our feet. The Dutch goalkeeper is hitting the crossbar for some reason. He's really hyped up. Messi is breathing. He just licked his... He looks nervous. He, he licked his hand and then rubbed his beard. He just spit a little staring bit. Staring at the ball. Staring down at the ball. The referee is getting out of the way. The referee is still getting out of the way. The referee is still getting out of the way. Keeper bouncing. Oh, here we go. Messi. Ah! 2-0 Argentina! Absolutely froze the keeper. Oh, he didn't even word. move. Just watched it sail past. A goal. And an assist for Lionel Messi. Mitchell's prediction of the Netherlands going to the final is looking dire and not good. It's 2-0 to Argentina. Back to you, Michael. All right. Thank you for that update, Mitchell. Um, Malik Willis or Jake Locker? Willis. Really? Oh, for sure. Really? Yeah. I mean, I Willis has... Uh, he's got everything he needs. You just got to put it together. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm still, I'm still 33% chance Willis could be our starter for a, a lot of years. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we, um, we said that about Mariota and so we said that about Jake Locker and we said that about Vince Young. So I tweeted this out. Um, I think after Willis had started the first game that he started for us this year when Tannehill was out, um, and people kind of clowned me for this, but I actually still hold this belief is that if we already can't pass the ball, yeah, we should just play Willis. Okay. If, if, if our, t- if there have been several games this year where Tannehill has looked horrible, yeah, our O-line still can't block. Yeah. And we're just out. Like if we're going to be like full out running the ball, let's put Willis in. At least we've got another like Willis. running option back there every yeah. play. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. Uh-oh. 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 Oh. Fight, fighting time. Fighting time. Luke oh. Dion is really upset. Oh, man. Oh, God. Okay, y'all. Everyone needs to calm it down here. Do we know what he's upset about? He is upset that the Argentinian team is beating their sorry tails. Oh, but they're still mad. Wow. He's really mad. He's just yelling. He thinks just because he's the tallest guy on the field, he can do whatever he wants. He is a very tall guy. He's a large man. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm feeling good about our podcast today. I'm feeling good about our podcast today and about our relationship yeah. in general. Heck yeah. 
Heck yeah. I'm looking forward to celebrating you and your birthday at some point this month. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do something. We should. We ought to. We'll, we'll do something. We'll do something. We'll mix it up. We will do something. Yeah. All right. This has been Michael and Mitchell Christmas episode. The Michael and Mitchell Christmas episode. <laughs> and you made me laugh. <laughs> I could have gone for so much longer. <laughs> I, I would have been shocked if you, I mean, that was a long time. Nah, I could have gone for so much longer, dude. All right, everybody, have a safe and happy holidays. Blessings and peacings to all of you and all of your loved ones. Peace.